The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow! And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship-winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Lee Flicker to get the night started. Downfield, looking for Godwin. Into his hands, and guess which goal? With the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. The cornballs get stolen. Welcome the punt and pass podcast i'm your host drew butler join alongside my co-host jake from be sure to check us out on social media at punt and pass on twitter and instagram i am at drew butler he is at from jake punt and the number one destination for all things college football merry christmas happy holidays to you and yours if you're watching me on youtube right now i've got a little get up on uh, I got a cocktail here. Jake, I'm going to have a glass of wine. This is late on a Wednesday. It is December 21st. You're in the NFL, so you're sipping on a nice little bottled water. Uh, different strokes, people. Different strokes. I got three <laughs> kids upstairs. I just put them to bed. So daddy's going to relax a little bit. And I called up my buddy Jake. I said, let's do a little holiday episode of Punt and Pass. We have a lot to talk about. It's National Signing Day, NIL, Transfer Portal, Five Stars, Bowl Season. We're here, brother. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, uh, Drew, to you and your family. Uh, Merry Christmas to the uh, good folks out there listening to us. Uh, Drew, I think you deserve it 100%. Kind of let your hair down a little bit this afternoon. We're going to have some fun, uh, a lot to talk about. And uh, we're right in the middle of bowl season. And also it is Christmas week. Yes. Uh, Exciting things happen. Absolutely. Exciting things are happening. One very exciting thing that's happening is our great partners over at Prize Picks have an amazing promo going on. It's the 12 days of Pixmas. If you have not downloaded the Prize Picks app right now, people, if you haven't done it yet, I have no idea what you're waiting for. Yes, if you tweet at me, the first person that tweets at me and shows me that they've just signed up, use the promo code PUNT. I promise you, if you do this, you will win. Jake and I will send you a signed punt and pass rope hat. Just tweet at me. Show me that you signed up. Use the promo code punt. Deposit in there. You get a 100% deposit match. Merry Christmas to you from punt and pass and prize picks. It is simply the best daily fantasy game. And the 12 picks of Christmas are amazing. Last Sunday, a little NFL action. Put a little $20 entry in there. Won 100 bucks. Hello. Prize picks is the best. Now you can win up to 25 extra money. Payouts are instant. Cross-sport entries are always possible. Bowl season, NFL, NBA, college basketball, NHL. They've got it all. Prize picks is the best. Go to prizepicks.com. Download the prize picks app. 
Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. And again, the 12 days of Pixmas is going on right now. Signing day. National signing day is today, Jake. I have so much to say about this. Um, I guess first off, though, I would love to know how involved were you, are you in recruiting? It's such a big business now. Things have changed so much from when I was in high school to when you were in high school to what is happening now with NIL and the transfer portal. Do you follow it? Do you like it? Did you follow it while you were in school? Uh, so uh, when I was getting recruited, uh, I felt like me and Richard LeCount were like most of the two involved people I've ever seen, uh, as far as I'm in a recruiting class, recruiting other people, uh, me and Richard loved it. We wanted to, uh, bring guys together, obviously good football players. And that was Kirby's first class. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, just guys that we got along with, had some fun with. Uh, and, and I'd say it worked out uh, pretty good. We won a lot of football games. We had some fun. Worked out fantastically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, kind of moving on to today, uh, when I was a player, actually, uh, we would we would help recruiting. You know, you'd host, uh, do some visits and stuff. You know, do you do that? Uh, but as today, uh, I personally pretty hands off, don't really get too involved with it. Um, man, just the whole recruiting thing. It's, it was always kind of a, I want to use this word, a little gross in my opinion, where it's just the, the lines are so blurred. Yeah. Uh, you know, you do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Some of it's just a little too much in my opinion. And then today, to today, all the NIL stuff is just over my head. It's crazy. Um, you know, people, people aren't walking into uh, the rooms, uh, the offices of head coaches, and they're not asking, uh, hey, when can I – uh, or, hey, what can the university do for me? What kind of degree can I get here? Uh, what yeah, kind of program are you yeah. going here? It's, it's hey, how much money can you make me? Uh, and am I starting or not on day one? It's just, oh, my gosh. And, and, and I don't want to put uh, just a blanket over everybody because that's not yeah, all the young kids get recruited. But, um, Those are the stories but, you read. Yeah, but, man, there's, there's, there's quite a few out there. Uh, they're, they're going in with their list of demands, uh, and if you ain't meeting them, uh, they're all on a, uh, a car ride or a plane somewhere else. I know. It really is unbelievable because, of course, drama sells. Um, those catchy headlines are what get the clicks. And that's all you ever hear about. NIL yeah. this, demand, collective, transfer, wants to start, not going to start, flips. All that stuff is all you read now. Things change year over year. I mean, I don't want to be the old guy yelling at the cloud, but that's exactly what has happened. And one thing that I think is misconstrued is that you will oftentimes hear people, whether it's in the media or whether it's a radio host or, or whoever, say that the schools like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, you know, throw Clemson in there, whoever is always at the top of the recruiting rankings, have it quote unquote on cruise control. That couldn't be farther from the case. These coaching staffs are relentless. Uh, oh the support gosh. staffs are unbelievably deep. They eat, sleep, and breathe recruiting 24-7. The reason they are so successful is because they commit so much time, effort, and capital into making sure that they can cater to these recruits. It's not like Alabama just wakes up and they get five stars. It's because Nick Saban hits the road, the staff shows up, they get them on campus, and they wine and dine them, you know, hypothetically speaking. Um, and that's what breeds that type of success. I'm looking at the on three rankings, the team recruiting rankings from today. 
Alabama number one by a pretty wide margin. Jake, they signed six five stars in Alabama. Six five stars, 24 stars. I don't know who the lone three-star is, probably some kicker or punter, (laughs) God bless him. Uh, But that is quite the signing class for a team that people would say had a down year, didn't even play for the SEC championship. Georgia right behind them. They signed one five-star, according to On3, a couple of other services, say they have two or three five-stars, 21 four-stars, four three-stars. Miami right behind him at three. Texas gets Arch Manning to sign his letter of intent, of course. Hopefully he's going to be the big game changer for the Longhorns. Then it's the usual suspects. Ohio State, LSU, Oregon made some big splashes today. But, man, times have changed. I was telling somebody this this morning. They were like, what was recruiting like when you were in school? I was like, all right, get the time machine out. This is 2006, people, a long time ago. I am old. Rivals was there. Scout.com, which I believe now is 247 or, or whatever. Those were the two. Those were the two that were out there. Chad Simmons was on the Chad beat. Simmons, He's still yeah. out there, dude. Shout He's out to Chad. Yep. Look, you were on QB1. You're a big five-star guy. You knew all these guys. Oh. I was nobody, okay? Literally nobody. Uh, my high school went to the state championship. We won a state championship or tied, depending how you look at it. So during that playoff run, Jake, a lot of coaches were starting to show up. Cameron Hayward was a teammate of mine. He was highly sought after, thought he was going to Georgia. In that same signing class, not at my high school, was Eric Berry, Cam Newton, guy named Alan Bailey, who was very high up on a lot of lists and ended up going to Miami, and a couple of others within the state of Georgia. Josh Nesbitt, remember him? He played at Georgia Tech. So Georgia thought that they were going to get a lot of these top guys. Oh, my gosh. I mean, dude, that, right? that, that list is That names. list is some heavy oh, hitters. That's like murderer's wow. row of five stars in oh the state of Georgia. Goodness. So I'm going to Athens, like, begging for a scholarship. Like, please, please let me come here. They're like, listen, punter kid whose dad went here, we'll give you a preferred walk-on spot. Well, Duke and Wake Forest, like, we'll give you a full ride. So I go up and take my officials to Duke and Wake Forest. I'm like, look, this is pretty sweet. They tell me I'm going to start. I'm not having to pay for college. I'm probably going to go to Duke or Wake Forest. Well, what do you know? Eric Berry commits to Tennessee. Cam Newton commits to Florida. Alan Bailey commits to Miami. Josh Nesbitt commits to Georgia Tech. My high school teammate, Cam Hayward, who I've known since fifth grade, has this big ceremony at school. He's going to say who he's committing to. Everybody thinks it's Georgia, right? He's got a red shirt on underneath his hoodie. He busts that thing over. It's Ohio State. Everybody dirty. Oh, man. Mm. I'm kind of looking up going, oh, my God, Georgia might have a scholarship just waiting on me. A couple more to (laughs) give out to the poor kids. So I said, what's going to happen? I got a phone call a couple weeks later. It's about a week before signing day. They're like, hey, Drew, um, we got a scholarship for you. I was like, yes. That's how I got to Georgia. I committed then. Obviously, look, it's different stories than what you were able to do. Pick of the litter, commit the Bama, decommit, go follow Kirby to Georgia. Uh, but things now are so different, so public. You go to any high school recruits Instagram or Twitter page, all it is is, you know, so and so, five star. Check out my huddle tape. Here's my highlight from last weekend. The game has changed, and these coaches, God bless them, they have to deal with it all the time. Yeah, I won. Thanks for telling us that story, Drew. You like that story? I mean, dude, that was great. That's how I got to it. I had no idea all those dudes were there at the same time in the same degree class. Uh, That's that's pretty incredible. Um, But I loved how you circled back all the way around the Christmas tree 
to the coaches. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I want I want to say this loud for the people in the back. The amount of work they put in, like you think they put in work uh, scheming up week to week. Yes, they do. But when they're getting a text or having to text a recruit at 1130 at night uh, after they've worked all day, I mean, dude, the recruiting stuff for them never stops, and especially in this day, day and age. Uh, coaches, they finish that 12th game of the season. Maybe they'll play – on championship weekend. Uh, but after that, I mean, they are, they flip the switch and then they are out on the road and they are recruiting uh, and they're living hotel to hotel. Yeah. Uh, don't see their wives. Don't see their family. Uh, and then they are just absolutely getting after it. And they are at the mercy of uh, 16, 17 and 18 <laughs> year old young men. It is mind blowing to me. So how often their, their job depends yeah. on what a 17 year old kid wants to do. How often would they contact you during the week? Because I remember back in 2006, like getting a phone call, coach Bobo and coach Martinez are my recruiters. If I got a phone call for them, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And now looking back on it, I'm like, they probably could not believe that they had to, <laughs> they call, had to call me you. <laughs> at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday night to like yeah. ask me how things are going. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, that's so funny to me looking back, but a guy like you, and I'm not saying this like to make a, to make a joke. I want to know as a five-star, are they just constantly hitting you up on your phone at all times of the day? Or what's that like after you've committed or decommitted? Yeah. I mean, there's always a feel on, uh, the you know the the kid and and how maybe uh, quote unquote needy they are and how much attention they want. I mean me, I'm I'm pretty chill. I didn't need a whole lot of attention. Like hey coach, I appreciate you calling me. You know once a week. You don't have to do this. Okay. Uh, it's it's no big deal. Um, I'm just uh, out here crushing my high school football games, throwing for 404 tutties every night. No big Love deal. Um, but no, it's just it, it, it's. Uh, I would say every coach is different. Every kid is different. There's always a, a little bit of a uniqueness to it. Uh, but man, uh, some of them are, are calling weekly. Like that's just, it's just built into their, to their schedule uh, that they have to do week to week. I can't imagine what it's like now too, with like FaceTime and social oh. media and just how available people are. Again, people, 2006, the iPhone was not out yet. You had to do like TTY texting. I mean, that's me showing my age. Coach Bobo, hey, Drew, can you talk tonight at 9 p.m.? I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm the most important guy in the world. God bless that, man. I, I love Coach Bobo. He's one of the best, and he used to ride my ass when I was in Athens, dude. Like, relentless on me. Looking back, I am so grateful, uh, and I'm very happy he's back yeah. in Athens. So a little behind the curtains there of two very, very different recruiting stories, and I'm sure if we were able to get somebody on to tell us some of the stories of what's going on today, it is – a completely different world, Jake. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. Let's talk about NIL and the transfer portal because there's one story that I want to bring up that made the rounds, and I have some opinions about it. Um, a guy that we mm. talked about a lot in the past is Drake May. Drake May, the North Carolina quarterback this past season, who was getting Heisman love before North Carolina dropped two games late in the season to Georgia Tech and NC State. He entered the transfer portal. After the season was over, he was in it for a couple of days and said, what am I doing? I'm going back to Chapel Hill. Pat Narduzzi, the head coach of Pitt, who got poached a year ago, poached in air quotes, Jordan Addison, his All-American Bolitnikoff award-winning wide receiver, went to USC after having an amazing year at Pitt with Kenny Pickett as his quarterback. Mm -hmm. Pat Narduzzi came out and said, I know of two schools that offered Drake May 
$5 million to transfer to those respective schools. And Narduzzi said, I'm not going to say who they are, but I know who they are. This is a sad, sad deal. Now, Jake, I am all in favor of student-athletes getting paid. That is well-documented. That is what I do for a living at IconSource. At the risk of being overly dramatic, okay, mm. I'm going to bust out a quote from Martin Luther King Jr., okay? Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Pat Narduzzi, if you want to fix the issue, name the schools. Air out the dirty laundry, dude. If it's that bad, there has to be a fix. Get it so messy that the NCAA or somebody has to step in and make a change because explicitly NIL was not supposed to be meant to do this, to create this wildly rampant free agency. Guys entering into the portal and offers coming for five-plus million dollars. If they're aware of bad actors, why aren't they exposing them? I'm at a loss for words for that. I wish these coaches would just say, you know what? I've had enough of it. These are the bad actors. Go do something about it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I would love to hear what these schools are um, because I don't but do think. You, also, though, do you believe that $5 million? Do you believe that in your heart of hearts? Because I, I do not. But continue. Sorry to interrupt. It's like I, I do and I don't. Do I believe it's an, an outrageous amount of money? Yes. Do I believe it's actually $5 million? Eh, probably not. Okay. But it, it is a probably a large sum of money. Um, especially what would you say, what would you say is a large sum of money for a guy like Drake may, because I would say $500,000 is a gigantic sum of money for a 22 year old who's in college. I, I was going to say right around the, the mill one five yeah. somewhere in there. Like, absolutely. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Okay. Um, but yes, I, I would love for the, the schools to be named. And, and I think they're not going to be the names you think they're going to be. I think it's like, so they might think it would be a a Georgia or an Alabama. um, But those teams, like those schools just don't have the the booster kind of funds that you think just grows on trees. Some of these teams, these universities uh, don't, they don't have that kind of, uh, that, that, that fund that, that just comes out of nowhere and, Oh, Hey, here's your random $5 million. Do you realize how much $5 million is in this day and age? Okay. In the economic climate that we're in, do you honestly think I'm just asking the question out loud? I might be totally wrong. Again, this is all just my opinion. I do not believe that figure is correct. Do you realize how much money $5 million is essentially crowdsourced from boosters to spend? There is not an ROI on those dollars, right? This is a booster or a boosters that are literally saying, no tax advantage, yeah, no that, investment. That, that, right? that was the, that was the big kicker for me when I learned that because a lot of of the booster money they get to use as a tax write off. Depends. Um, and it all depends, yeah, but yes, it kind of depends on it. But for this and the nil stuff, nothing. I mean, that's just hey, you take it. No benefit to me. I I just I love ball, love school, want to see the dogs win. So a little word to the wise, okay? As a guy who deals in nil literally every single day. Just be careful what you listen to or what you choose to believe. When you hear these massive numbers like $30 million at Texas A&M, $5 million offered to Drake May. There was a tweet last week about, I think it was this Damon Wilson kid, the five-star who committed to Georgia today. Great for him. 
some salty Ohio State fan or some radio guy up in Midwest said yeah. Ohio State couldn't even offer him $750,000 a year. That's what Georgia did. Now, people, I'm just telling you right now, that is not the case. I know that for a fact. Do you know how much $750,000 is in these instances? I just don't believe it. I take everything with a grain of salt. I cut it in half, divide it by three, and then I'm like, okay, that's probably where we're at. Uh, but these poor kids, I just hope that they are well protected. I hope that they get good advice. If they're smart, they would use Icon Source, and that would certainly protect them from all of this madness that is going on. And it's nobody's fault, Jake, but the NCAA. That is who is to blame. Full stop. They are derelict. They've done nothing. There are no guidelines. There is no enforcement. There are no regulations around NIL or the transfer portal. Okay. And that is the issue that we're dealing with right now. And people are quick to say, well, why would you want to regulate it? Right. This is capitalism. This is America. And to that, I say in the stock market, you can make buku money. But guess what? There are rules to play by. I think this should be no different. Very interesting take. I, 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 I'm at loss for words here because I go on one hand, I say, hey, go get it. it it's there. If it, if it, oh, exi- 100%. If, if, if it exists, by all means, I, my hypothesis was correct on the Drake May situation where I thought, hey, he just went into the transfer portal to collect offers as, as agent, he should basically, have. Absolutely. and went back and I guess he probably got a pretty dang good deal. Somebody paid him a lot um, and he's going to be happy right where he's at. Um, but I mean, just just the, the questions need to be asked. Uh, we don't have to solve answers and solve the world's problems. But I mean, how would you regulate it? I, I, of I course, mean, what, like people way smarter than me need to take yeah, care of that. Like what, you know what, what I mean? Is, like yeah, what 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 does it look like? I, I have no idea. Um, but the optimistic person in me says, I think there's a better way. I believe there's a better way. Um, but at the same time, I I'm not going to be on the past side of things and say because i missed out on it i feel yeah um yeah like a certain way towards it like hey no kid like go for it that's all you just different times if the goal is to protect and provide for student athletes there is a better way and again if drake may could have gotten 15 million dollars dude i am all for it because when the cat's away the mice will play and that's exactly what's going on right now to that point Texas San Antonio, shout out McGruber, UTSA's head coach. He came out and tweeted as well. Hey, NCAA, what do I need to do to tell on the schools and the collectives and these NIL talking heads who are trying to poach our talent? He tweeted it out. I'm like, coach, air out the dirty laundry. Air it out. That right there is exactly what will make these things come to light. And that's just my personal opinion. It's NBA tampering. Is what it yeah. is. I, You're exactly right. Yeah. I, you know, and, and, and like I heard Danny Cannell talking about this this morning. Say Drake May got $10 million. Hey, first off, great for him. What is UNC left with, right? What if they got two extra scholarships the next signing class? What if they got to pick one kid? You know, like, where are we going? I have no idea. When, Dude, when, we can yeah, talk in circles around this. Are they, they, no they going to start trading? Hey, I'll, I'll give you Drake May for uh, four scholarships and, <laughs> and and the rights uh, to, to Archie Manning uh, yeah, in, the, yeah. in the 2023 class or whatever. It's unbelievable. 
It's unbelievable. One person who's in the transfer portal right now is Travis Hunter. We talked about this on Monday's episode. Travis Hunter, uh, who was at Jackson State, the number one overall recruit a year ago at Jackson State. Coach Prime leaves for Colorado. Now, Travis Hunter, it's being reported, Alabama's in the mix. Florida State's back in the mix. Georgia is high up on the list. Of course, Colorado is still there. Somebody tweeted at me, and if it was you, tweet at me again because I thought this was a great hypothesis. They said, don't you think Coach Prime might be telling Travis Hunter, hey, go enjoy two weeks, get your offers, have fun, take a visit, do whatever you want, because I know your ass is going to Boulder, Colorado. You are coming with me to Colorado and Shadur Sanders, Prime's son, who's now the quarterback for the Buffaloes. And it will look like, this is what the person who tweeted me said, it will look like a massive recruiting win for Dion for Colorado against the behemoths who are always at the top of the recruiting rankings. And I thought that was a great thought. Dion says, go do your thing. This is going to be a huge PR win for us. Yeah. I mean, if, if that works out, fantastic. Um, just kind of holding the ace there in the back pocket, but I mean, you never know uh, the deals that could be put into play on these recruiting visits, the words that can yeah. be said, um, just the, the temptation uh, just the uh, the offers, the persuasive um, meetings. I don't know. I, stuff can happen on these recruiting visits. Me personally, I'm risk averse. I wouldn't take that chance. Um, but hey, man, prime, prime's prime. Prime is prime for a reason. Yeah. Um, and I, I think uh, they may be primed up for a uh, a pretty big win in getting like Travis Hunter. I like that. I saw a video today too. Shannon Sharp sat down with Dion. Um, I think it's supposed to be released in a couple of days, but somebody leaked it out and he was like, so Travis Hunter's coming with you to Boulder and prime was like, yeah, of course. Like it's already a done yeah. deal. So yeah. who knows? That's just what we think. You know what I think? I think during the holidays, you should 100% play prize picks. There's no doubt about it. You're going to be around your family. Uh, a lot's going on commotion, but guess what? This holiday Saturday, Tons of NFL games on Christmas Eve, Sunday, triple header NFL on Christmas Day, along with, of course, as always, the NBA action. And if you go to prizepicks.com or download the Prize Picks app, one, the 12 days of Pixmas is going on. Two, if you enter the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Check us out on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. I will put out my Christmas prize picks entry on Friday. That will be on Friday. I've won the last two weeks. It will be on Friday. You can join along as well. A Christmas gift from me and you from prize picks. That will be my gift. Speaking of gifts, Drew, while you mentioned it, thinking of prize picks, hey, if you're kind of late to the game getting a gift for somebody, sign somebody up for prize picks. Get them to play. Dude, why not? That's a fantastic gift. Punch in the promo code punt. Use that person's email address. Say, hey, I was proactive in my gift to you. Or just, oh. you know, Venmo in the cash. Say, sign up for prize picks right now. Do it oh. on your phone. This is my gift to you. Use the promo code punt. Your gift just doubled. Where else can you double your gift in an instant? That's what punt and pass and prize picks is doing for you. Great idea, Jake. In hey. a giving mood, sign somebody up for prize picks. Use the Over promo code punt. Um, wrapping things up, bowl season is chugging along not too many games this weekend but buddy it picks up in full pace next week we'll of course touch on that after the holiday i saw eric gilbert georgia tight end who had transferred to uga he has entered 
the transfer portal. Uh, you know, you okay. hope you hope everything with him is is going okay. You've heard about some of the personal issues. It seems like the coaching staff and the support staff at Georgia has been by his side the entire time. Hey, maybe it's time for him to go find a new spot. Best of luck to Eric Gilbert, uh, another former dog who has entered the transfer portal and found a home. JT Daniels, fourth yeah. school in four years. Jake, he's heading to Rice. Uh, Rice is a great school. I hope he finds success. I hope he graduates. Jake, uh, JT Daniels, please get your degree from yeah. somewhere. We're <laughs> so rooting for you. I don't know how you've done it with transferring schools so many times and how those course credits can carry over. But, buddy, if you do, God bless you. Please graduate. Yeah, I completely agree. As a person who has done so this semester, uh, I was on the phone with my wife when uh, you sent me the link and I opened up my computer, my computer opened up and I had this giant Excel spreadsheet up of my last project that I turned in, uh, brought me back, uh, kind of scared me a little bit. Just so glad to be done with it. Uh, yeah, so go, go get your degree. Look, Just if, get I, that. If, I, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, you did it, man. Look at you. You were a podcast host, uh, an NFL quarterback. You were living roughly, I don't know, 600 miles away from your college campus, and you graduated with an economics degree, a finance degree from the finance University degree. of Georgia, yeah. Terry College of Business. Good on you. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Uh, everybody knows Rodney DeBolsi from UJ Sports. Now I'm just going all over the place. I want to get a couple of things off my <laughs> chest. He said Georgia signed three players named Harris today and two named Wilson. That's pretty impressive in one signing class. AJ Harris, Daniel Harris, and Gabe Harris, and Damon Wilson and Raylan Wilson. It's pretty interesting. Somebody named Tyler James right underneath him said this. Notre Dame signed a 2023 wide receiver recruit named Caleb Smith and a grad transfer wide receiver named Caleb Smith. Same spelling, same hmm. position, two guys at Notre Dame. So interesting stats. Hey, Drew, I'm going to ask you a question here because Please. you probably know a little bit more about this than I do. Um, but I do not see a quarterback here in the dogs class. What, like, tell me what, what's going on. Uh, do they have one maybe in the mix for later or did it feel like they need to take one? They have some on the roster already. Um, cause it, from my understanding, it was a pretty large room kind of anyway, there's a yeah. couple of guys in there. Um, I think they kind of believe in Carson a lot, um, moving forward. They're just, just some food for thought. I don't know if you knew any more about it than I did. Um, I don't, but here is my thought process. I had heard from some pretty good sources that, and I think we talked about this on Monday's episode, if Georgia didn't get Arch Manning, they were going to wait this year. And they were going to put their efforts towards somebody in the 2024 class who now is available as Dylan Rayola, who just right. decommitted from Ohio State. So that gives them kind of that gap. It is a crowded room. They'll put their efforts towards Dylan Rayola, who's the number one overall quarterback crew in next year's signing class. I would assume as well, I haven't heard anything. I would assume as well, they feel pretty confident in Carson Beck. I actually got asked that question this morning. Who do you think starts game one next year for Georgia? I said, right now, I think Carson Beck. I think or you would know better, so I'd love your thought, Kirby will 100% go into camp next year and say, this job is wide-ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, Best yeah. person come forward. You dealt with that uh, yeah. every single year. But Brock <laughs> Vandergriff, um, Gunnar Stockton, um, Carson Beck, like they're going to have the opportunity to duke it out next training camp. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. They're going to have all the opportunities in the world. Um, obviously, they'll lean the reps a little bit more towards the guys they feel so. But, uh, yeah, in the media, Kirby's going to be like, it's open game. Um, and it, it, it'll it'll be and feel that way a lot 
uh, probably going through spring practice uh, and kind of leading into camp. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think all those guys in that room are, are fully capable of getting it done and winning a lot of big time games, winning a championship, winning a national championship. Uh, but that is interesting if you're talking about um, that young quarterback in the 2024 class, that is something for Kirby and them to hold kind of in their back pocket, be like, hey, we believed in you so much. We didn't yeah. even take a quarterback uh, in 2023. Um, and, you know, they'll like that um, because, you know, less competition, more they believe in me. Um, so I believe that uh, if anything, but helps. 100% correct. And everybody, that'll be a very, very big topic heading into next yeah. season. Last quarterback topic, or a couple quarterback topics real quick, just transfers. Yeah. Devin Leary from yeah. NC State, who was the ACC preseason player of the year. He has transferred to Kentucky. Graham Mertz, who has been at Wisconsin, transferred to Florida. That's a quarterback. Emory Jones, who was at Florida, then transferred to Arizona State, has now transferred Damn, to Jones. Cincinnati. I mean, it's, dude, it's crazy out Damn. in the transfer portal street so just wanted to get that out there for everybody listening hey am, am i am i late to this party or do we already know that uh rah rah the receiver from mississippi state uh is, he is he going to georgia he's going to georgia so that's official well i'm just looking here on the 247 website okay it says oh maybe it's okay it just says prediction eligibility prediction. immediate okay sorry yeah i think I, people I'm, I'm yeah, I think people this. do expect him to end up at Georgia. That's at least what you. the rumors are I on got social you. media. And then that guy, you know, certified gamer, SEC yeah, experience, baller. plug and play, yeah. could be a great fit. Last question, then I'm going to get you out of here. This has been a very fun, freewheeling Christmas episode of Punt and Pass. This topic came up today as well. We were just talking about Georgia's quarterback room. Obviously, Stetson Bennett will not be the quarterback at Georgia next year. I was playing golf. This was a month and a half ago. I was playing golf, and we literally had like a five-hole debate, conversation, spirited, spirited talk. Heated. The The discussion was, what will Stetson Bennett be doing at this time next year? That was just the open-ended question. What will Stetson Bennett be doing at this time, December 21st in 2023? Now, first things first, he owes it to himself, and most certainly he will try to go to the NFL, as he should. Um, what do you think he's doing next year? I will open up the floor to you. Don't have to take a long time. You can give a quick, you can give a quick discussion, quick talk. December 21st, 2023. What is Stetson Bennett doing at 8:21 p.m.? I think uh for a hundred percent, okay, he is in camp with somebody. Okay. In August. I agree with that. 100%. From what from what he does with that opportunity from there is solely up to him. So I don't know what he's doing in December next year but he's going to be in camp with somebody somebody's going to give him give him an opportunity and whatever he wants to make of that opportunity is solely up to him i think that's a very well said answer my simple answer is whatever the hell he wants because this guy's proven that if he puts his mind to it he's probably going to get it accomplished and if that's to be on an nfl roster or be an ambassador for some amazing company in the state of georgia or you know i don't know espn who the hell knows Stetson Bennett will be doing whatever the hell he wants. If you sticked around, stuck around this episode long enough for me to ask that question, tweet at us. Let us know what you think. At Drew Butler, at from Jake. That's about all I got, man. Um, I bet your head is spinning. You're like, Drew got shot out of a cannon 
late night, but there's so much to touch on. I always go into these episodes. I'm like, I don't really know what to talk about. And then I just get on here with you and we have we start, a lot of fun. Yeah. We just start going back and forth and in and, and here, uh, late night in the hotel room, I'm sitting here thinking, man, you know, I had had like a normal Christmas in a long time. And I was wondering if there's any kind of cool things you and your family do tradition wise. Is there uh, a meal you okay. reminisce on? You got to have my mom always made the most delicious breakfast casserole yeah. uh, on Christmas yeah. morning. Uh, and then dad always went to the butcher shop and we got after it Love cooking it. some steaks uh, Christmas night so uh honestly i may have looked forward to the food more than anything on christmas uh, being with the fam and kind of enjoying it but uh that's just me i don't know if you had anything cool you wanted to uh to harp on yeah you know that's a great question appreciate you asking things change so much when you have kids like that's the biggest thing yeah. obviously when i was growing up it was all those same types of traditions we always went to my grandparents house on christmas night People would come over to my parents' house on Christmas Eve. My grandma would always make her lasagna on Christmas night, which is absolutely mm. fantastic. And now with the kiddos in the mix, Christmas morning, it's an early wake up. Yeah. Um, we do the cinnamon rolls, so we always have fun mm. with that, rip into some presents. And then we just kind of bop around, man. We always go see the family. Um it's just really, really fun. And Bridget now, she's four and a half. She totally gets it, which is amazing. Yeah. Kara's two and a half, follows her around. She's loving it, fired up for Sunday morning. Uh, and then we got Olivia in the mix, who's three weeks old today. So things have drastically changed. Last night, we did a big Christmas spectacular at Atlanta Athletic Club. The girls were running around. They ate candy until 10 p.m. Like all those fun things. So you make the new memories. Last Friday was Bridget's last day at school before break. So they did like the big pajama Polar Express party. She was like over the moon. Gotta so it's have cool. one of those. Yeah, it's cool to like see it through their eyes. Um, and my new traditions are drinking a glass of wine, doing podcasts <laughs> late at night. So it's I the mean, best. can it get any better? No, it no. can't. Merry Christmas, everybody out there! Thanks so much for making us a part of your holiday. Be sure to download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. Sign somebody up for Prize Picks. Your gift doubles. How amazing oh. is that? What an awesome idea from our own Jake Fromm. Just use the promo code PUNT. The 12 days of Pixmas are going on. Check us out on social media this weekend. I will put my entry out there on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler on Twitter and Instagram. He's at From Jake. At Punt and Pass, puntandpass.com. Jake, anything on the way out? Man, this has honestly, been a very fun Christmas episode. Uh, I am looking forward to flying over to San Francisco for yes. the 49ers, get to see my old roommate, Charlie Warner. Um, get a picture. Man, That'd yeah, be a good one. Be a cool Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, man. What, what can get better? Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Again, puntandpass.com, at puntandpass, at Drew Butler, at From Jake, prize picks, promo code punt. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. And we will talk to you next time. Tuesday, I think. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 